football podcast called Live in the Stream comes to you each week. Streaming recommendations during NFL season, it's not just tongue and cheek. Quarterback, defense, tight end recommendations based on opposition matchup. Here are your podcast hosts, JJ Zacharyson and Danny Carter, Living the Stream. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living the Stream. I'm JJ Zacharyson, the late round quarterback, and as always, I am Lovely, 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 lovely. Looking dapper tonight, co Denny Carter. Denny, what's going on? I got a haircut for the podcast. I um, can tell, I, yeah. I, I, I timed it just right so that, you know, I got, as my as my nephew called it, the fresh cut, you know, which made me sound, made me feel cool. It made me feel cool. But I'm glad, I'm glad to be back. First episode of 2021 here to create more content for you because that's, a, that's what we all need. We, we need more content in our that's lives. That's right. That's right. We are also joined because, by the way, this is the S Show episode, uh, the yearly S Show episode where uh, I host a podcast while drafting a team. And this year for the Listener League, I drew the seven spot. So now I'm in the middle of the draft. It's going to be even more uh, difficult for me to do this. But anyway, we're also joined by our friend, our our yearly contributor to the podcast, who we mm-hmm. shout out and talk to all the time and talk about all the time on the podcast, Tom Everett Scott. Tom, what's going on, buddy? Hey guys, good to good to see you again. Good to see you. I'm glad to be back here. I love the uh, listener league draft. It's a it's a it's a fun way to kick off the draft season for me. Yeah, I agree, and it's also I I also find it interesting. I feel like in this listener league, Tom, every year you seem to get screwed by. uh, (laughs) So so the way that the, the playoff system works is the top sixteen or top five teams out of the fourteen that that are in this league make the playoffs. And then uh, the sixth team that makes the playoff is, is the most points not in. And I feel like Tom gets booted uh, every year, uh, just like right at the last second, uh, because you, were, you are the sixth team, but then you're not the sixth team. And I, I feel kind of bad about that, uh, but it's kind of become a nice little bit for this, for this league. It's a bullcrap rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the kids are listening. Oh. <laughs> Jeez, Tom, the kids. Uh, but we are about to start. Denny, you have the 101. This was, uh, randomized. I do. I do. Um, and I, I feel attacked, honestly. Yeah. Um, un- understandably. Cause you're a, a big zero RB guy. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not, not happy about it. Uh, there's only one thing to do here and that is to take Christian Q McCaffrey, the fourth. Uh, um, yeah. You know, I, I, my, in a PPR, I think the argument can be made possibly that Kamara could go here, but I'm not, I'm not going to play that game right now. I'm going to just go with CMC. So Denny, Denny's in the 101 spot, as I said. I'm going to let you guys know about the uh, the league structure here a little bit because it's very deep. It's 14 teams. There's a quarterback, three wide receivers, two running backs, tight end, and three flex starts uh, uh, in, your, in your starting lineup, and then a kicker and a defense, and then like six bench spots. Um, I will quickly – well, this is going very fast right now. Um, yeah. But I will, I will quickly uh, go through the teams in this league. You have Denny – uh, the Maryland Mediocres, he's at 101. You have Garrett, who's at 102. You have Joe, 103. Reed is at 104. Stan, 105. Alex, 106. I'm at the 107. Stevens, 108. Uh, Javen and Derek, 109. We have a, a dual uh, co-ownership here. Uh, Jeffrey, 110. Uh, Mike, uh, 111. Uh, we have Impressoav. Impressoav, the... 
the, the yes, league long champ. time long long time listener league long champ. time listener league champ uh he is at the 110 or sorry 112 because there's 14 teams we got our buddy tom at 113 and then we have didymus at, didymus. Uh, at, at 114 so should be a fun time so far we have tyreek hill went 105 i just saw Wow, strong. Uh, looks like Austin Eckler went 104, Alvin okay. Kamara 103, and Dalvin 102. So we are off to an interesting start here. I'm sitting at the 107 right now. Kind of upset that, uh, oh, wow. Okay, so Devontae, oh, okay. Devontae Adams just got drafted. Okay. So I'm sitting here. This is a full PPR league. I'm sitting here staring at, at Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, or Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a full PPR league. Uh, Derek Henry is probably still the safest option of this group, but I'm going to actually go with Ezekiel Elliott um, because I want to, so, you know, associate my back with a good offense. Uh, lots of pass catching potential still in that offense for Zeke. Was really strong last year with Dak, despite how he played down the stretch, Zeke. Um, and I'm not, I'm not buying in totally to the Tony Pollard stuff that he's no. like that he's no. going to like dig into Zeke's when Zeke's going to be like a 15 carry guy all of a sudden. No, in fact, uh, the beat reporter uh, for the Cowboys who, who covers them for the athletic, I forget the name right now. Uh, they, they reported the other day that Tony Pollard has been invisible in camp and Ezekiel Elliott looks better than ever. Now I know that that is conjecture. I know that we don't draft based on that, but this whole Tony Pollard thing to me, and this is, you know, late round running back, guy that's me okay uh it, it seems absolutely fraudulent that people are taking him in like the ninth or tenth round isn't being invisible good for a football player <laughs> well i i suppose in, in a way in a way yes uh, very true I will, very true i i will say i i'm 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 a, I'm a little triggered uh over jj having the seventh pick and naming only running backs uh, you know, for, yeah. for his possible picks. I, I'm a little bit upset about that. I, I was not going wide receiver there with, the, <laughs> with those three running backs on the board. I mean, look, it's smart to, to go wide receiver heavy, I think, in this league just because of the way it's set up. And that's what we're seeing because we had, you know, Derrick Henry went after Zeke got drafted. Uh, and then Stefan Diggs went 109. And then we just had Saquon Barkley go uh, 110. Uh, so a lot of good running backs being drafted, like Nick Chubb, uh, 111. Now Tom is almost up. We have impressed suave who's up right now, who we might need to pause the draft for a second because it looks like they, uh, our, our, our league champ might have had uh, an issue champs online right now. So I might, have I think, to, uh... I think champ uh, said he needed a poop break. Is that right? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, Jeff. <laughs> oh, there was a whistle. I don't know if you guys could, could they hear the whistle? In, in our ears. So when, when JJ paused the draft, there was a whistle in my ear and I, and I maybe peed a little bit. <laughs> you, you peed, he pooped. I poo- There's just all sorts of bodily functions happening. All right. So we have nine seconds. This will get going. It looks like impress Wav is back. I think that he just wanted like a special shout out on the show while this draft <laughs> was going on, you know, uh, Tom, you what, are you, what are you thinking? You're, you're almost up here. Uh, where, where are you thinking about going? Okay, well, uh, I think I have uh, two guys I want right here, either Aaron Jones or Calvin Ridley. Okay. So I'm thinking about. So we're going to see Jonathan Taylor drop into the second round of a 14-team league. Yeah, I mean, it's going to happen. Wow, that's something. Which I do think, I mean, I have him now as a firm second-round pick 
in, in a 12 game link. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, I, I, it's understandable why he would go where, where he's going. Um, looks like we just had Jonathan Taylor go because impressed suave uh, ended up have, I think he had, might have an internet connection issue right now. Oh, no. um, so how do I, how do I select the guy? Oh, I got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. so Tom, Tom then went with Calvin Ridley uh, who has, you know, wide receiver one overall in his range. Good for you. Numbers. Yeah. Good Thank for you. you. And Tom going after the wide receiver. There. Tom, Tom, um, that's a, a 200 uh, target season coming up for Ridley. Fantastic. I'll take it. Uh, we had Travis Kelsey going uh, at the turn with Antonio Gibson. So now Tom is still up. You can still get the guy that you, the other guy that you wanted uh, that you were talking that's about. That's true. I did say Aaron Jones or Ridley and I could get him here and that would be pretty sweet, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I also really love all these wide receivers. I'm looking at AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson. Oh, Andre Hopkins still there. He is. Hopkins is still there. Yes. Wow. That's pretty, pretty cool. But I'm, I'm going to go with Jones. I think it's a great pick. I think your start is kind of awesome, actually. Thank I'm you so much. I'm kind of jealous. I was actually going into this draft. I'm thinking to myself, I'm probably going to end up with Aaron Jones at 107. And you got him in the beginning of the second round. So that's right. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think that's awesome. Yes, uh, it is. Aaron Jones to me has uh, just as high of a ceiling as anyone outside of the top tier um, in, in fantasy football this year. I mean, one of, one of the things that uh, I, I think is going overlooked a little bit with Aaron Jones is the Green Bay offense, they're going to regress from a touch, just a total touchdown standpoint. They were just, they, they converted at way too high of a rate last year. But the thing that I think is going a little bit overlooked is the fact that they also converted a lot of passing touchdowns close to the goal line. Uh, and their overall pass to rush touchdown ratio was h- way higher than normal. That'll regress a little bit. That'll bounce back and, you know, go back to the run a little bit more. And that's going to help a guy like Aaron Jones. So I'm, incredibly bullish mostly because we know Aaron Rodgers is back um you know obviously it would be different if he wasn't but I, I think Aaron Jones is is like in his own tier basically after the the top bell cows um in in fantasy right now so AJ Brown just went with pick number 20 um seems reasonable to me like uh since the Julio trade there's been a lot of um I feel like he's fallen a bit and I don't really get that too much. I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm on the clock right now. Najee Harris is right there as the top mm. ranked player. And I really like Najee and I'm very, very much contemplating going with him because after that, the top wide receivers are like Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin, Allen Robinson. I think if I went wide receiver, I'd go Keenan Allen here. Um, but I might, I might just go running back, running back, which was not in my plans really but I'm going to go with Najee Harris with my, oh. with my next pick and start with Zeke and Najee uh, with this draft 14. Testosterone is off the charts at it the is. moment. I, it <laughs> is. I'm really just trying to be reactive to what's going on here, which is a fairly, uh, a fairly wide receiver heavy draft, which isn't surprising necessarily. Uh, but I'll, I'll just recap a little bit after Tom got Calvin Ridley. We had Travis Kelsey then we had Antonio Gibson, Aaron Jones, so some running backs there. But then we had Justin Jefferson, Joe Mixon, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Najee Harris, and the very next pick was Keenan Allen. Uh, so, And then Clyde Edwards-Hilaire just went. So uh, lots of wide receivers flying off the board in this particular format, which makes sense. Uh, but I'm tilting a little bit because I went running back, running back to start this draft. You're still going to end up with good good wide receivers. I, I, have, I have conceded to the fact that, you know, there are – appealing wide receivers a little bit later in the draft not not way later 
but I can't, I can't deny that, that, that much. Uh, am I taking those along with the first round and second round wide receivers? Probably. Yes. So I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm doubling up, but, uh, I, I, I think, I think you can, you can still, okay. I'm up. I'm up. Yeah. Tom, is this your, is this your first draft of the year? It's my first, um, draft of this type prior yes. to this was the Scott fish bowl. Right. Okay. And we, we did had, a rookie we, draft. We had our rookie wow. draft, of course. Right? Right. That was the first ever rookie draft for me. That was fun, right? It's a good time. It was a good time. And I made a trade. Yes, oh, you, you did make a trade. Yes. My first ever dynasty trade. Boom. Well, this is really gross, guys. Um, I was going to go with Terry McLaurin. He went the pick before. I was going to go with CeeDee Lamb. He went two picks before. Yep. So I'm forced into Amari Cooper, who may or may not be ready for week one. Let's go with it. Let's go with it anyway. We get two picks though too, so you can. I uh, oh I, I, yes I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you Oops. are at the turn. Uh. Uh, I'll, I'll recap. After Clyde edwards helaire we had Mike Evans, Ceedee Lamb, Terry McLaurin, Amari Cooper. Again, incredibly wide receiver heavy and incredibly tilting for me. Uh, <sighs> I should have should have read the room better and just went with Keenan Allen with my with my second round pick, but uh, I got a little greedy with this Najee Harris. I think Najee Harris is a high ceiling though. By He's the way, get, he. He's going to lead the league in touches. Last year on this show, do you guys recall me making fun of Impress Suave? Because, yes. because yes. He, he drafted David Montgomery and I called David Montgomery a five condom pick. Ooh. But but you were right. No, no, no. Wait a second. The process was correct. You were correct. David Montgomery was useless for fantasy outside of the final month of the season. Is that right? Yeah, it's mostly right. Yeah, I mean, like the first like 10 weeks, he was averaging like, or nine weeks, he was averaging like 12 PPR points per game. And and I look process wise, I stand by it. I stand by him being that player. I mean, like Josh Jacobs is that guy this year. He's a, he's a five condom pick. Josh Jacobs is who could, I guess with the Kenyan Drake injury or whatever, he could fall into a ton of volume and and end up being a great pick. David Montgomery. I'm sorry to impress Suave, and, and he is our champion. He is our champion. Okay. And I bow down before him, but it was a bad pick. Montgomery was a bad pick. It, it worked out not a good pick. So we had more wide receivers going off the board. You picked Allen Robinson with your next one and Cooper Cup to start off the, the third round. It was A Rob and Cooper Cup. So I mean, well, I went I went with uh, Amari Cooper and Allen Robinson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You went oh, okay, yeah, okay. You went Cooper and then Robinson started the third round, then Cooper Cup and then David oh. Montgomery. <laughs> David <laughs> Montgomery, speak of the devil. He just went off the board. Darren Waller early third round pick. Now this tells me that this league is sharp because uh, tight end matters a little bit less in this format because of all the flex spots and you're, you're only starting one tight end. It's not tight end premium. And Darren Waller fell. I mean, a lot. Uh, I, I would have at least contemplated taking him in the third here just because he's, he's falling this much in this draft. Uh, but I think I'm going to be forced to go wide receiver just given the fact that, you know, everyone's going so wide receiver crazy. My target right now is Tyler Lockett. I am obsessed with Tyler Lockett this year. Um, I was obsessed with him. I think I had him in this league. I think I had both him and DK Metcalf in this league last year. Um, yes, you did. I, and I, I didn't understand it. I actually thought that that was very weird. And, and it turned out, it worked out beautifully. Yeah, it worked. It worked out. Uh, but right now, you know, the, the, the wide receivers on the board, I actually might skip over it. Uh, another running backs on the board. There's one running back that I, I, Deandre Swift is kind of intriguing right now, uh, in a 14 team league, middle of the third round. Um, and he just went off the board, so I'm not going to be getting him. 
So the wide receivers based on Yahoo rankings, which is where we're doing this draft. We have Chris Godwin, Robert Woods, Julio Jones, DJ Moore, Tyler Lockett, Adam Thielen as the, the top ranked guys. I think I have Tyler Lockett ahead of those guys. Uh, and it, maybe it's controversial. I don't know, but I'm going to do it because I'm, I'm pretty high on Lockett this season. Uh, because I mean, I, I'm, I'm high on him mostly because I think this offense could be a little bit more pass heavy than people are giving it credit for. I think that, uh, you know, people are overrating what inconsistency really means uh, in, in fantasy and what we saw from Tyler Lockett last year. I mean, this guy is almost a lock to see a 23% tar- 22% target here in a Russell Wilson-led offense, and I'll take that all day. Sure, sure. And, and, and an offense that will probably be more creative, more flexible um, right. than, than it was, certainly, than it was last year when we saw – saw it basically implode in the second half of the season when uh, they had no identity or when they just couldn't decide who they wanted to be. Right. All right, Tom, you're almost up. Uh, Draft results right now with me taking Lockett at the 107. Uh, I did see that Patrick Mahomes went after Darren Waller uh, to poop on the cop, which is uh, Stan Stan took him uh, at the 133rd overall. Um, And so... That's the first quarterback off the board. DeAndre Swift then 34. I took Tyler Lockett 35th overall. Chris Godwin, uh, George Kittle, Julio Jones, Robert Woods. Uh, and now we have the champion, Impress Suave, who is currently on the clock. It's very strange seeing like these wide receivers going in the third round and stuff, uh, but it's just the way that this draft is sort of flowing. Impress Suave takes DJ Moore. Did he snipe you, Tom? He did a little bit. Um, is Jamar Chase still available? Yeah, he should be. Right yeah. there, I see him. I want to take him. Oh boy, over T. Higgins. People are going to be upset about that, but I agree with you. People are going to be upset. Denny's in the Jamar Chase. Denny, Denny Man. loves him some Jamar Chase. I love him too. I mean, it's hard to not love him. But well, apparently the whole Bengals offense is uh, now not fantasy relevant. Have, yeah, you, have you read that on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. I, I heard that they might they might be trying to trade for Andy Dalton now. Yeah, right. Well, they should consider it at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There have been reports for those who are not, you know, plugged in uh, to Twitter 24 hours a day. Uh, there have been reports that the, the Bengals offense has looked bad, not just okay, but just terrible. Um, that Joe Burrow has not looked good. And uh, so the narrative has gone from the Bengals are, you know, Cowboys North to now the Bengals offense is the worst in history. And they would have been the best in history if they had drafted uh, uh, Sewell, Sewell instead right. of uh, Chase. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sure is true. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just, it, we're, we're going to have to deal with that Sewell versus uh, Chase thing for the next decade. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I think any, anytime Chase has a big game, you'll say, well, this is why they took him over Sewell. And anytime Joe Burrow gets stacked, it'll be, well, you should have had Sewell. Because right. the thing people forget about about Sewell is that um, he can prevent all sacks. No one, no one, the media won't right, talk about sure. that. Right? He that he is- he can, he blocks everybody. Right. You don't even need another. You don't even need the other offensive line. You need right. one. You just, you just need one. him. He can be your off your entire offensive line. And they could have had that, and they said no. They said no. <laughs> they said no. We had an interesting turn uh, from uh, Didymus there. Uh, we had after Tom t- uh, selected Jamar Chase at the end of round three, again, 14 team league wide receiver heavy. We had Lamar Jackson and Kyle Pitts. Uh, so two onesie position players 
It's going to be interesting to see Diddy Muss's team at the end of this, because I think that he might be playing catch up throughout the rest of this draft, having gone two onesie players at the turn there. High variance play. We'll see how it, how it works. I mean, look, the last time I, I talked junk on a team, it was the David Montgomery pick last year and they won the championship. So what do I know? Uh, Tom, you ended up getting Brandon Ayuk. You want to, you, you love yourself some Ayuk. I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I have him on that dynasty team. I also, uh, just recently, uh, watched, uh, boy, young boy, Matt Harmon, <laughs> yeah. Josh about Ayuk, and I got really excited about it. So I'm going to grab him here. I dig it. And then we had after Ayuk, uh, we had Adam Thielen go off the board. T Higgins also went off. Sorry. I didn't see that to impress Wob. I mean, we, this, the wide receivers were we're at the beginning of round four folks, the beginning of round right. four in a 14 team right. league and Adam Thielen and T Higgins and Brandon Ayuk and Jamar yeah. chase and DJ. I mean, it's just, the, we're, we're, we're essentially like a round and a half ahead right now of ADP two rounds ahead of ADP uh, with these wide receivers just because of, of how this. Yeah. Is. The, uh, the opportunity cost in this league is devastating. It is. It is. You know, in the in, with so many flex, so many flex spots, fourteen teams, like a lot of sharp players. Holy cow! I mean, you you feel like no matter who you pick, you've lost. You know, like like I pick Amari Cooper and Allen Robinson in the turn. I'm I'm horrified by that because of the guys I could have I could have had Darren Waller. I'm going to be thinking about this all season. Right. It's, it's rough. It's rough <laughs> right now. Uh, so Kenny Galladay just got drafted. I, I wish I could see how many wide receivers have been drafted so far, uh, but I don't think that you can easily uh, look. I, uh, Kenny Galladay should have been well, you know, far, far below where he's just went. I believe with uh, a, the giants offense is a debacle and, and, and B, you know, he's banged up. He has like a, like an injury that could linger for a while. Yeah, he's a little bit of a scary pick right now. Um, the only he scares thing me because when he gets injured, he likes to then take photos, just like <laughs> doing goofy stuff. <laughs> don't don't talk junk on my baby Tron. Uh, <laughs> so Travis Etienne just went off the board. I'm on the clock. I'm forced to go wide receiver here. Forced. And to me, to me, yeah, I could go OBJ. Okay, that's just not that fun for me though. <laughs> It's not a fun. I'm going to go with a, a more fun pick. All right. Who's who I that? think is his team's wide receiver one. Okay. I'm going with Chase Claypool. Oh, man. All right. I like that. You know what? There's way more upside in Claypool than there is uh, OBJ. I, will I think that. so. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, here, here's the thing that's drawing me to OBJ and Kenny Galladay this year. Not, not that I'm drafting. Not, I should, that, that's, that's not the right way to phrase that because now people are going to think that I'm dra- actively drafting right. those guys. Right. If you want a piece of, positivity surrounding mm-hmm. those guys it's i did that breakout wide receiver study and one of the things that really stood out in that breakout wide receiver study is that breakout wide receivers in the you know and these are guys that exceeded adp expectation by 100 or more points who were drafted after round five and the players that uh that broke out in that sample uh the the guys who were the wider the, the first pass catcher drafted on their team uh, they exceeded expectation. They broke out at a higher rate. And so mm-hmm. if you look at Kenny Galladay, the clear wide receiver one on that team, ADP wise, uh, OBJ, pretty much the clear wide receiver one. I know that Jarvis Landry is still there. That's the, the plus side to them from like a historical ADP analysis standpoint. And it still is making me think that, you know, it's intriguing still, um, you know, to, to get one of those players, but I just, 
especially Galladay, like you can just point at so many things as to why you shouldn't be drafting him this year. You know, it's just, it's very tough. It's a tough sell. Yeah. Um, as long as uh, Jason Garrett is, is uh, heading up that offense, I, I, how can you have any faith that it'll be, it'll be better? What, what's, what's going to improve? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, they have, you know, I, I, it really comes down to Daniel Jones for me, right? Like period. It's, it's this Daniel Jones, Jason Garrett combo. And it's very, very difficult to buy into that and feel super confident in it. I will say that this, you know, these are opportunities when everyone in the world is feeling this way about an offense or about a player, about a quarterback, right? That's technically an opportunity to buy, right. To buy into that offense because we're making all these assumptions and those assumptions are typically baked into a player's cost. But I would argue like where Galladay just went, uh, it's not necessarily baked into his costs, like where, where he was just drafted, especially, you know, the, the injury now he has his hamstring and stuff like that. Denny, you're on the clock right now. What are you thinking? I am. I am. So uh, at the, I'm at the end of the fourth round <laughs> and, and Jerry Judy's looking pretty good folks. Oh, you suck Denny. <laughs> I knew. Uh, yeah. That's why we should never talk about draft strategy beforehand. Uh, no, but I, I, I do like, I do like Judy. I think Teddy Bridgewater could be very, very good for him. And so I'm going to take him at the end of the fourth. He's my wide receiver three. And now I'm up again and I'm going to go off brand. I'm not taking a wide receiver. I'm not taking a tight end and I'm certainly not taking a running back. I'm taking Kyler Murray. Wow. That's Denny right, going folks. quarterback. You heard Man, it here. Who, who even are you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who I am, but this is my last shot. This is my last shot to get a, a guy with like a, like a rushing floor, rushing ceiling, you know, mobile. Some, some are calling him a dual threat quarterback. And um, some, some call him that. Yeah. And this is, this is it. Like it's either that or I'm getting Tom Brady. That's it. And, and I'm, I'm not, you know, so I'm, I'm all in, I'm all in on that strategy. Uh, getting someone, getting one of those guys. That seems like a stark choice. It does. <laughs> it does. I agree. Very stark. I, of course, I could have had Taysom Hill, too, who's going to start week one. Obviously. I mean, at this point, probably. <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll recap the draft a little bit here. So we had uh, Tom taking Brandon Ayuk with the second pick in the fourth round. Uh, Kyle Pitts went right before that. Then T. Higgins, Adam Thielen, Kenny Galladay, Deontay Johnson, Travis Etienne, who I like a lot this year. Chase Claypool, Odell Beckham went right after Claypool. So I was talking about OBJ. Uh, and then he went right after uh, my pick TJ Hawkinson, Miles Sanders, Josh Allen, JK Dobbins, Jerry, Judy, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, and Kareem hunt. So Kyler Murray was the first pick in the fifth round of this 14 team league. And then you had Dak Prescott and Kareem hunt, uh, Kareem hunt, kind of an interesting pick there with Chris Carson still on the board. I, I, to me, Carson right now is even intriguing for, for me to take. And I have two running backs on my team. It's just, he seems like a very and and Miles Gaskin just went ahead of Chris Carson. Chris Carson to me is, you know, like the last guy that you want to get before the running back dead zone hits. Right. Wait a second, Gaskin over Carson. That is that's something. It's something, and I'm I I wish right now so bad I would have gotten Keenan Allen instead of Najee Harris. I should have I should have really thought that through more because <laughs> I could be sitting with Keenan Allen, Tyler Lockett, Chase Claypool. Zeke and then maybe Chris Carson as well. And that would be a very hot start. Instead, it's not so hot because the wide receivers left right now. Portland Sutton's probably the best one on the board. And there's a lot of question marks around him. Juju, Robbie Anderson, DJ Chark, 
Brandon Cooks. I mean, we're in this area of the draft where things are a lot more uh, ambiguous, if you will. Um, but I do think my, I, I think I'm at a point where like, I have to, I mean, if Chris Carson's there, it's gonna be yes. hard for me to not get Chris Carson. I, I know you, you, you need to take him. I mean, Chris Carson is in the same position that he was last year. Like there's nothing different. Yeah. And he had a really underrated target share in that offense uh, when he was active. It's, it's, he, he's, he's a good running back in one of the best offenses in the league or one of the better offenses in the league. I already have Tyler Lockett. I guess this is, I'm doing the same thing as I did last year where I'm just double dipping in the Seattle offense. And, and, and uh, ha- have we not seen Tom? Did, he get, there, did he get hurt? Like Daryl Henderson just went ahead of Chris Carson. Did we miss no, something, Denny? I, I just checked and I didn't, I didn't, I actually checked cause I was wondering the same thing. Okay, well then I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna just do this and go super high T in this draft, and we will see what kind of wide receivers I can gobble up and put together. It'll be interesting because I'm going I'm going Chris Carson. I I, I can't I can't mm-hmm. in my right mind draft Cortland Sutton over Chris Carson. But no, no, you're you're right. You're right. You this is the only play for you, uh, and and this means that you're the highest testosterone person in the United States. Um, I checked on NBC Sports Edge, which is the place to go for injury news. Yeah. And um, and it looks like the athletics, uh, Michael Sean Duger believes DJ Dallas has a shot to be the team's primary third down yeah, back. Maybe, that. maybe, maybe that's what drove down his ADP a little bit. But, I mean, Carson was never going to be like an unquestioned three down back, you know. Yeah, I mean, it was, and, and, and Impress Suave also said, good pick, JJ, have some gluten for us. <laughs> <laughs> I will not, I will not be consuming any gluten. Tom, what are you thinking right now? You're almost on the clock. You got three picks to you. Right now, you're sitting with Calvin Ridley, Jamar Chase, Brandon Ayuk, and Aaron Jones. So you have your wide receivers. Did you want Chris Carson to fall to you? I mean, that would have been nice. I definitely had him pretty high up. I, you know, he, he was uh, he was so high up that I thought he was gone already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm not going to draft a a running back necessarily here. Never draft a running back. That's that's the key. Never, right? I think you know it's crazy, but I really think somebody like Robbie Anderson is interesting this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I I you know probably going to take him. You're up right now. You, I think you I am get up. Him. Yeah. <laughs> and I can get him. I can get him. You can. I'm tilting. He's right though. there. All right. <laughs> let me grab him. I need, I need fewer wide receivers to fall off the board here. Right. Yeah. You do. Uh, you know, another thing about Carson, have we not seen the picture of him shirtless in training camp? Uh, no. the, the man is a beast. Yeah. Uh, the man is a, a monster. Look, I, I draft based on how many abs uh, a guy has. And I counted eight, eight abs on Chris Carson. So you, you have to adjust those rings. Right. That's why I always try to draft you every year, Denny. <laughs> exactly. Just ripped, just shredded. <laughs> so, so Tom got Robbie Anderson. Uh, so I'll just recap the fifth round now that the fifth round is almost over. Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Kareem Hunt, Miles Gaskin, Mark Andrews, Daryl Henderson, Chris Carson, Jalen Hurts, Josh Jacobs, Debo Samuel, Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. Trey Sermon, Robbie Anderson, Javante Williams just went 70th overall. Uh, can't hate on that. I like, I like, I like me some Javante Williams. He, he fits the ambiguous RB one theory folks. The, the, I worst, like that. the worst named 
theory in the history of fantasy football. Uh, no, I, I like I like the name. I don't care what anybody says. Wow, thanks, Denny. That means a lot. That means a lot. I I'm serious. That. I I, re- I I think I think it's a good one. I think it also uh, sounds like a, like a uh, you know the name of your band in college. Yeah, right. The, the ambiguous RB one theory. Right, <laughs> right. We did, did electronic music. Yeah, uh, right. that's right. Yeah, you did eighteen minute electronic songs. <laughs> Who do you guys like here? Do you like Tyler Boyd here? Man, you're just don't ask me. wide receiver, Tom. You're, That's good, though. Yeah, Tyler Boyd's fine. But you, you do have Jamar Chase. I do. I do have Jamar Chase. Hmm. Hmm. Could go with a running back. I could. I like Will, <laughs> I like Will Fuller, too. I think I'm going to go with Tyler Boyd. Do it. Yeah crazy i just sneezed and I'm, I'm not editing that out it's the it's the yeah uh, do not don't you dare and here's the, the thing show. here's the thing jd is not wearing a mask which is honestly just <laughs> a response it's frankly irresponsible i don't know that's true this is gonna linger now and now my daughter's gonna walk through it and oh god too too much too bad. Be bad. Be bad uh all right so we just had uh, Juju go Tyler Boyd and then Chase Edmonds another another ambiguous RB1 theory uh, running back that so for those of you who don't know the ambiguous RB1 theory I did a study on breakout running backs and what I found was if you take middle round running backs from the same team so Chase Edmonds and James Conner who were being drafted in round six through nine nice and <laughs> and you uh, you look historically at how they've panned out the RB ones on those teams have been dramatically, dramatically better than the RB twos in terms of exceeding ADP expectation. And it's kind of backwards lot. Like you, you think that like, Oh, I'm just going to get the cheaper of the two. Uh, but that's really not, you know, we're, we're way better at predicting which running back backfield is going to work out uh, right. than, than people realize. And, you know, the main reason why we see these breakouts come from the RB ones in these backfields, I think at least, is that we're drafting two running backs in those backfields because we don't know exactly how the workload is going to work out, but they're both middle round picks because the offenses and the situations are likely pretty good. Right. And so uh, that's the main reason I think that, uh, you know, the, 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 these players are emerging the way they're, they're emerging. I got a little mm-hmm. sidetracked because I was thinking about who my next pick was. Uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, Mike that's Davis, Denny's, Denny's, uh, Denny's life partner, Mike Davis. Yes. Uh, got drafted after Chase Edmonds and then Brandon Cook. So here's what's going on, guys. I'll tell you what's in my brain. I'm I'm three picks away, and I really want Cortland Sutton because <laughs> I, I almost picked him in, with my last pick. But yeah. I know there's a lot of question marks around this ACL. I I, I like Jerry Judy more than Cortland Sutton. Uh, but the fact that Judy went to Denny, where I think was appropriate given the wide receivers that are flying off the board the way they're flying off the board, I would be getting Cortland Sutton a round and a half after Jerry Judy in a 14 team league. That's wide receiver heavy. Yeah. And, and I, I think it's a, it's a risk worth taking as a wide receiver three on your team. You know, he's a, he's an alpha type and he can, he can realistically walk away from the season with eight touchdowns. I don't think anyone would be shocked by that. No, honestly, I'm upset. <clears throat> I'm upset by the fact that you're going to get Cortland Sutton. I, I don't think I mean, I think, I think right now, Steven, Steven, don't you dare do it. Don't you do it. Don't, do it. don't you do it. Uh, if he, but, let's see what his team looks like right now, because well, it's like, it's like, um, 
it's like Melvin Gordon, like Melvin Gordon dropping way, way, way below Javante Williams opens up an opportunity to just take Melvin Gordon and, and on the hope that he is a part of that backfield. I think, I think he will be, I think it's a good chance. Yeah. It's honestly the Javante Melvin Gordon thing is becoming a lot less. uh, Oh, did he not take Sutton? Oh, he took DJ Chark. Let's go. I will get Cortland Sutton. Yeah. Good pick. Good pick. You know, off the ACL. Yeah. Uh, but I feel good about it. I feel good about it. Uh, um, DJ Chark freaks me out, by the way, because Urban Meyer was like, ah, he plays small. I don't, don't really know the kid. Yeah. It's, it's a weird, yeah. the, the Jacksonville situation is really like, would, would anyone be surprised if like Marvin Jones ends up being like the top wide receiver scorer no. on that team this year? I, I don't think so. I, I don't think, I, I know I mentioned earlier that wide receiver ones by ADP usually do better uh, in these ambiguous situations at wide receiver, but the, the difference, one of the things that the study found was that when wide receivers are clustered together in those middle mm-hmm. rounds, the way that Jacksonville is, it's worse than if you had a more standalone wide receiver there, if that makes sense. And so, you know, in, in the case of DJ Chark and the wide receivers, you know, LaVisca Chenault and Marvin Jones, I don't think it's as obvious to just take DJ Chark. I mean, Chenault is going just, just before Marvin Jones right now. I, I bet you that flips at some point. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it sounds like Marvin Jones is the leader of that wide receiver group. Uh, mm-hmm. At least, you know, the emotional leader and the, <laughs> the, the dad of the group. We had Ronald right. Jones get drafted just now. Go ahead, Denny. Yeah, no, he, no, you're right. You're right. He is. He's, he's like the old man. He talked about how long Marvin, Marvin Jones talked about how long it takes him to stretch out these days. Yeah, <laughs> and he, right. said, he sounded like he was 40 years old. He's like 31. Remember when I had that crazy crush on Marvin Jones like five years ago? Oh yeah, yeah. All off season, you were you were hammering, you were then, you were banging the table for Marvin Jones. And then he had that amazing like first three weeks of the season, and we played the the goat uh, the goat sounds at the beginning of the one episode of Living the Stream, and then That's he right. just and then he just tanked, and then the next year was the year that he like went ham. He was like the top fifteen wide receiver in fantasy. Yeah, that's right. All right, so I, I took uh, Mike Williams um, at the at the end of what was that the seventh round? Yeah, end of the seventh sixth. round, sixth round, sixth end of the sixth. So we have three flexes. Just so everyone knows, we have three flexes to fill here. Wide receivers are important. PPR. Uh, so I went ahead and took Mike Williams, hoping that he can stay relatively healthy this year. I'm going to take a tight end here and it's going to be Tyler J Higby, the third, because, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, he doesn't have any competition, any real competition for, 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 for routes, for snaps, for targets in that offense. Um, so I think even if he's not really that great, he, he's still going to be out there a lot, kind of like Logan Thomas was last year for Washington. Uh, I, I like him. Look at Denny taking two onesie positions in the first seven picks. I, I know, I know, but I, I wrote a piece for NBC sports edge, the place where you should go for all fantasy football content. And, and, uh, they and 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 I said that avoiding the running back dead zone has really changed the way that I approach the game. Yeah, and that includes sometimes taking quarterbacks and tight ends. I, I take no pleasure in reporting this. Well, look, I mean, there's there there's logic and reason to getting quarterbacks this year earlier than we have in the past, and we were in on that last year to a degree. I mean, I got a lot of Josh Allen last year. Um, 
I, I do think that we're going to see it, that flip eventually. It's just, I don't know if that's going to happen right away this year, but we do have good quarterbacks that are entering the league uh, that, that could help that flip. We just had uh, Miko Hardman get drafted. We had, I'll just give a recap really quick. Uh, so we had at the start of round six, Juju, Tyler Boyd went to Tom, Chase Edmonds, Mike Davis, uh, Denny's thruple partner, uh, oh, Brent, Brandon Cooks, Curtis Samuel, DJ Chark, Cortland Sutton to me, Michael Gallup, Ronald Jones, Dallas Goddard, Will Fuller, Antonio Brown, Mike Williams. And then in round seven, the start of round seven, then he took Tyler Higby, then LaVisca Chenault, Mikel Hardman, Justin Herbert. So there's three more picks to me. I have a guy in mind that I'm going to draft. Do you, do you have any idea who it would be? Um, <clears throat> let me, let me check real quick. Oh, is it your turn? No, you're, you're up. In two. I have th- three, three uh, picks. Uh, all right, so you're gonna take, um, you're gonna take Cole Beasley to own the libs. I'm not. No. I, I I have my eye right now on another injured player. Michael Thomas. No, I'm gonna go with Devonte Smith if he's okay. There. Okay. Like the MC, I mean, he what? He's gonna be out two to three weeks, and hopefully he'll get some reps. But I think he's by far the best wide receiver on that team. Um, and there's. I don't think that's really a question. He's going to find the field if he's healthy. Um, and so, and you're getting a discount now, getting getting a a, huge discount right now if he's there. So we have one more pick Yes. Uh, and I don't have a backup. So if he, if he gets, if I get sniped here, I'm really screwed. I don't know where else I would go with this pick folks. We are, we are five weeks away from opening day. So I believe a guy like Devontae Smith, you know, with his sort of injury will be fine. Should be. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not overly concerned. I mean, there's a concern, but that's why he's being drafted at like wide receiver 50 right now. We'll see though. We'll see. I, yeah, I, don't, no, I, I really don't know what other direction I'd go in. Maybe another running back, but I don't really want to do that. Uh, no. to, to me, he's the best available. Okay. I'm going to get him. Devonte Parker went right ahead of him. I'm going to get Devonte Smith here. Oh, and then when uh, Joe Flacco starts week one, you'll be set. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Look, I mean, Devontae Smith is my wide receiver four also. So it's not like I, you know, I mean, he's in, in a flex spot right now, but I don't have to rely on him. uh, You know, the way that I would have to rely on, you know, a fourth or fifth round pick. So I feel good about that. I feel good about that pick. You should feel, you should feel good. Um, The there's someone in this league whose team name is uh, shoot. What was it? HIPAA violations. And I just want to, I just, I just want to give a shout out to that person. That's funny. That made me laugh. You know what I should have done uh, is talk about one of the greatest, uh, the the greatest uh, submissions to the listener league that we ever got. And that was from, I believe mm-hmm. it was Mike, right? Who did the, the Stan rhyme. Yes. Right. Stan, the Eminem song. Yes. Yeah, so do you want me to, I'll, I'll, this could, this could be a really good, uh, yeah. really good, thing to do while this draft is going on i think people would enjoy it Mm -hmm. okay tom so here's what happened mike um mike m i won't say his last name because i don't know if i got legal approval for that (laughs) mike m sent us a uh he he changed the lyrics of the of the song stand by eminem Mm -hmm. and he warped it and did a parody for living the stream okay awesome okay you ready Dear JJ and Denny, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. Because of my, of you, my fantasy team finished at the bottom. I sent two mailbag questions back in autumn. You must not have got them. There probably was a problem when I asked a poop question or something. 
Sometimes I scribble addresses too sloppy when I type them. But anyways, F it, JJ. What's up, man? How's your daughter? My girlfriend's pregnant too. I'm about to be a father. If I have a daughter, guess what I'm going to call her? I'm going to name her Avery. Denny, I, I read about your meat mountain too. I'm sorry. I had a friend who had to eat a meat mountain from the Arby's out in Austin. I know you probably hear this every day, but I'm your biggest fan. Denny, I even got the Mensa stuff that you, that you did with the mans. I got a room full of your QB kicker defensive and tight end streams, man. JJ, I like the SHIT. Can I swear on this podcast? JJ, I like the shit you did with Sonus too. All the East Coast dads love that. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you get this, man. Hit me back. Just a chat. Uh, truly yours, your biggest fan. This is Stan. How okay, so is Stan is actually, that's just the first four. I mean, he did. That's he amazing. Did, he did many verses. I will read more verses uh, as we get going with this draft. I'll give you the draft results really quick. Tom's almost on the board or on the clock. We had Tyler Higby, LaVisca Chenault, Michael Hardman, Justin Herbert, Jarvis Landry, Devontae Parker, Devontae Smith, Damian Harris, Raheem Mostert, Noah Fant, and Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle going to Stan, which is Mike. I mean, that was, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a talent. Yeah. It's, it's in, some of the other, like I'll, I'll, I'll go after, after you make your pick Tom, then I'll get back into this next verse because uh, it, it's, it's just impressive all around. And I, was literally laughing out loud. I don't know about you, Denny, but I was laughing out loud when I was reading this. It, it was funny, and I, as long as we're 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 talking about uh, you know uh, listener contributions and people who put a, a lot of effort and work into these things, um, Armando Guzman, a longtime listener of LTS, uh, submitted a a script uh, titled "Living the Scream," a psychological thriller uh, horror short story. Uh, or short, uh, I guess, uh, script, and uh, it's it's very good. I we need to we I, I'm going to share it with everyone if it's okay with Armando. I'll check with him to make sure. But really, uh, a lot of effort put into that, and I appreciate it. So, Tom, you just selected Michael Carter. Love yes. that. I like that a lot. Yeah, me too. Another another RB one on his team being drafted in the middle rounds. Solid pick. What do you, what do you feel about? My, is that your RB two? He is. Yeah. And um, are you guys hearing the noises from the Yahoo draft like super loud or yes. I don't really turn that off? I turned, off I turned off my noise uh, at the bottom. You can click the little. Uh, oh, little God. Thank God. Icon. Thank you. Oh, you're a lifesaver. Yeah, yeah, man. I got you. I got you. All right. So then now here's my question. It's coming up. It's going to be my pick. Let's see. Did, did, uh, did regression to the median get him? Yeah, I took Naheem okay. Hines next. And now okay. So, so. So for my next pick, the guy that I, I think I'm going to grab here, unless you think it's crazy, is Michael Thomas. I don't think it's crazy. Okay. I mean, at this point in the draft, with all the wide receivers off the board, I don't think it's crazy at all. Well, and and you have the kind of team exactly. where you can stash him. You know, you exactly. you're not gonna you're not gonna be like pressed to 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 use him. So you you can wait. You know, if it if it's going to be six eight weeks, whatever. I think you have the kind of uh, uh, team construction that allows you to take a Michael Thomas at this point. Nice. Doing yeah, it. Rashad Bateman just went off the board and Naheem Hines at the turn. That was the, the turn. Uh, then Tom got Michael Thomas. So I'll, after I pick, I'll, I'll read more uh, Stan. Okay. So, uh, you know, look like, okay, I took Higby in the seventh or whatever. Logan Thomas is still on the board. That makes that me make feel pre pretty, pretty ill right now. <laughs> that was my fear yeah. in going, <clears throat> in going tight end. Um, 
Yeah. Do you have one, JJ? Do you have a tight end already? I don't. I only have running backs and wide receivers right now. And I'm going to go wide receiver again. I'm hoping, hoping that Elijah Moore is there when I pick next. God, blessed. Is that, is that you wanted, Denny? I really want <laughs> Yeah, I'm hoping a lot because Elijah Moore would be my wide receiver five. Uh, and I can just keep going. This is, I guess this is the one nice part about having gone so running back heavy is that I, I'm just – that's you all, know, I'm, thinking, all I'm thinking yeah. is wide receiver right now. Yeah. yeah. God, you know, the, the, the wide receiver ADP is so nuked by this point that you're just like happy to have anyone who's involved in the offense. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, the, you know, the top wide receivers right now, according to Yahoo, are Marquise Brown, Marvin Jones, Corey Davis, Michael Pittman, Cole Beasley, Jamison Crowder, T.Y. Hilton, Sterling. Sh- I mean, that's. And, that's and, unless, unless you're Tom, who, who, who's just stocked with great receivers, those guys are looking good. They're yeah. looking great. I'm looking, I'm looking at Henry Ruggs going, hey, you never know. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in this eighth round, we've had Rashad Bateman, Michael Thomas, AJ Dillon, James Robinson, Ryan Tannehill. Honestly, Tom, you look at what happened around your Michael Thomas pick and you should feel very good about that pick. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. You okay, know, you're, cool. You're getting a lot of like, just not, to me, not great starters where, you know, Denny made that point and I think is very correct. And that everyone should be on lookout for when they're drafting is that if you're overweight on a position, you can then take the risk on that position with a guy like Michael Thomas or something, just stash him. And this is a, a deep league too, where you don't have to worry about the bench spot nearly as much, um, you know, cause it's 14 teams, there's a bunch of bench spots, there's a bunch of starting lineup spots. And so the waiver wire isn't as good. Um, so I, I think it was a, a slam dunk pick. Corey Davis just went, ahead of Elijah Moore, which I understand, but I'm glad that he did because now I'm getting Elijah Moore. And what's the what's the news on him? I mean, I know he's like a, a good prospect, but yeah, he... yeah, good prospect. So I, I have him in our in our uh, dynasty league. I drafted mm-hmm. him. Um, you know, to me, Elijah Moore was someone who comped really well to Tyler Lockett coming out where he can start out in the slot hypothetically, but with Jamison Crowder still there, uh, the Jets are seemingly using him right away. Elijah Moore uh, on the outside. He would have to beat Keelan Cole to play on the outside uh, with Corey Davis. And I think he can. I think Elijah Moore is just kind of special. Like he's unbelievable prospect. Yes. His, his production profile was through the roof. My model loved him. Uh, so I'm, I'm drafting Elijah Moore in a lot of places this year. Um, he might end up making, I'm writing an article for next week on my, my top values and guys you should target. He might make that list. Cause I'm, I'm pretty high on him. I uh, I think that his ADP has not risen in part because the the Jets started camp without him with the first team. Right. Uh, it was uh, Keelan Cole. Uh, that was that's his name, right? I didn't just make. Yeah, it. it's, it's Keelan. Okay. Yeah, it's Keelan. <laughs> <laughs> it was Keelan, it was Keelan Cole, Corey Davis, and uh, Jamison Crowder, and, and and Elijah Moore was not part of the first team. You know, that's just temporary, but uh, it has it has squashed his ADP to a level where you can still get him pretty cheap. So I'm going to read this next verse of Stan. You guys ready? Dear LTS, you still ain't called or wrote. I hope you have a chance. I ain't mad. I just think it's messed up. You don't answer fans. If you didn't want to answer my mailbag questions on your podcast, you didn't have to. But you could have signed an autograph for Mike Davis, dude. That's my little brother, man. He's only 69 years old. We waited in. We waited in the blistering cold. For you for four hours and you just said no. That's that's pretty shitty, man. Uh, you're like the, you're like his effing idol. 
He wants to be just like you, man. He spends time with Melissa more. He spends more time with (laughs) Melissa than you do. I ain't mad though. I just, I just don't like being lied to. Remember when we met at the fantasy football expo, you said, if I, if I'd write you, you, you'd write me back. See, I'm just, I'm just like you in a way. I don't draft quarterbacks in the early rounds either and defense and kicker. I stream them. I can relate to what you're saying in your pods. So when I have a shitty day, I drift away and put LTS on because I don't really got nothing else that helps me stream my defense. I even got a tattoo with the process across my chest. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I even leg wrestle and drink smoothies. It's like adrenaline. The pain is such a sudden rush for me. See, everything you say is real and I respect you because you tell it. My girlfriend's jealous because I talk about fart great 24 seven. <laughs> she don't know you like I know you guys. No one does. She don't know what it's like for people like us growing up. You got to call me, man. I'll be your biggest fan. You and Tom Everett Scott will lose. Sincerely yours, Stan. P.S. We should get milk milkshakes together soon, too. Like, I oh. mean, just crushing it. Crushing yeah. it. Yeah. So Denny's up. Good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to recap the, the draft really quick. Round eight, Rashad Bateman, Michael Thomas, A.J. Dillon, James Robinson, Ryan Tannehill, Zach Moss, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, Marquise Brown, Henry Ruggs, Nelson Aguilar, Michael Pittman, uh, Latavius Murray, Marvin Jones. I, I'm I'm still kind of into Michael Pittman because his ADP is dropping oh, after all the news. No, and man. yeah, no, I am. I, because I, I think that you can still make the argument that uh, he's the alpha in the offense. He's the top pass catcher being drafted on this team. Uh, he's a sophomore wide receiver, which is also a very good thing in terms of looking for breakouts. If he had a better rookie season, even just a slightly better rookie season, I would be almost all in on Michael Pittman. I really would, even with this Carson Wentz injury. Here's the thing with the Carson Wentz injury and the Quentin Nelson injury. Everyone's assuming that they're going to be out for the entire year. We still have five weeks, like you said, Denny, until the start mm-hmm. of the season. Technically, the timeline is five to 12 weeks. Yeah, I mean, they, if they take the, the, the opposite end of that timeline and the bad end of that timeline, you're looking middle of the season when Carson Wentz would hypothetically be back. Uh, but if you want to look at it optimistically, and you should be when you're drafting late, right? Jonathan Taylor's a different beast because you have to spend a lot to get him. But with a guy like Pittman, I mean, it's not like the investment is that strong to begin with. It's not like you have to spend a lot to get him. That's that's my case for Pittman. Uh, it's 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 ugly. Uh, the prospects for you know if if Wentz is going to miss time, like significant time, obviously. And I know you, I know you've considered that. Yeah. Uh, I, I um I took an uninspired low testosterone pick um with J- Jamison Crowder as my third flex option but you know the guy is like insanely productive every time he's on the field so in PPR I feel like I might fall into some some cheap points would I would I have preferred Elijah Moore of course but uh, I'll take Crowder I'm in a spot right now where I have five wide receivers and three running backs. And so I'm thinking about going quarterback or tight end. And I'm sitting here staring at Aaron Rodgers right now. And I know the touchdown regression's coming. I know all of that. I'm That's a good ADP though. But you're talking in a 14 team league, right? Middle of the ninth round. Uh, it's kind of hard to say no to that, but I'm also looking at Logan Thomas at tight end, but I, there's other tight ends that I don't mind necessarily. I know this is tough. We'll see if I get sniped and then it'll make the decision better for me. Cole Beasley just went uh, to poop on the cob. Uh, <laughs> round, round nine, pick five. We're, we're children in this in this in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. 
if you really get are. if you get a couple guys to spit take when with your title being red, your team name being red, you, you've done some good work. That's yeah. true. It's very true. And and also, you know, just to go back to Stan, I mean, just the the whole thing about it being the song Stan about a diehard fan about this show with all yeah. the I just yes. love it. It's so genius, right? It's like one mm-hmm. of the. It's so good. It's it's art. It's true, truly art. All right, so we got right now. Uh, Jameson Crowder, this. Emmanuel Sanders, Robert Tunyon, uh, Rondell Moore, Cole Beasley, and Russell Gage just went off the board. I just can't, and, and you know, the best wide receiver on the board right now is probably Jacoby Myers, maybe. Yeah, maybe. that's right. Uh, I mean, it's just really hard to justify taking Jacoby Myers over Aaron Rodgers, right? As my as my uh, NBC Sports Edge colleague John Dago would say, correct. I'm throwing a curve. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm about to throw a curveball though. Tom, you don't have a, a quarterback, do you? I do not. Okay. I'm still going to draft Logan Thomas instead of going with Aaron Rodgers. So that was interesting because interesting. I the two guys I had queued up are Logan Thomas and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. It, I, I, went, I went tight end there because obviously I'm going to give the edge to tight end because quarterback is a little bit easier to predict each week, et cetera. But also, I feel kind of like if you go Aaron Rodgers, Tom, someone mm-hmm. else, let's say, goes Aaron Rodgers. I think there's going to be a couple of people in this league that end up just waiting forever on quarterback because that's what True. we do, right? Right. And so as a result of that, I could still get Matthew Stafford, right? If you right. If, sure. Or even Tom Brady or something just to have like a – and Tom Brady gets Dallas and Atlanta weeks one and two. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very much okay with, quote, settling for those guys because I don't think they're – in the significantly different tier than Aaron Rodgers. So right. if you do go Aaron Rodgers, which I can understand if you would go Aaron Rodgers, I'm still, you know, I got Logan Thomas and I'm still feeling good at quarterback. So I think, I think I made the right choice. In the end. But does Matthew Stafford have a thumb? Good question. Well, yeah, well, it doesn't matter because he still practiced the next day. Well, but, but he lost a leg once and he still practiced. No one, no one is short. That's true. Matthew Stafford uh, loves to, to practice and, and yes. play, play all he lo- beat up. He loves to be injured and then to play. Those are, those are two things that he loves. Should I, at this point, read the next verse of Stan? Uh, there's more? There is one more verse of Stan. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I know that I'm just, like, reading this and I'm not rapping this with, like, music in the background because... Which is unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, no one wants to hear that. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll start off this next one. Ready? Dear Mr. I'm too good to call or write my fans. This will be my last mailbag I ever send your ass sorry to the kids for the for for the swearing i know they don't deserve it i know you got my last two questions i wrote the addresses on them perfect so this is my cassette i'm sending you i hope you hear it i'm on the clock right now i got 10 seconds before i auto pick acres hey denny i drank a white russian you dare me to try it you know the song this is the best part i i'm gonna i'm gonna start dying all right Hey, Denny, I drank a white Russian. You dare, you dare me to drive? You know the song Fantasy Football Podcast called Living the Stream by the Fiverr Guy? I, I just like, <laughs> so good. God, this, about, guy, this guy, this person's really good. Sorry. About those guys who make quarterback, defense, kicker, tight end recommendations, but didn't. Then the podcast was just about smoothies and dealing with their children. That's kind of how this is. You could have rescued me from bad streaming. Now it's too late. I spent a thousand fob. Now my team is drowsy. And all I wanted was a lousy letter or a call. I hope you know I ripped all your recommendations off the wall. I loved you, LTS. We could have been in the league together. Think about it. You ruined it now. I hope you can't sleep and you dream about it. 
And when you dream, I hope you can't sleep and you scream about it. I hope your conscious eats at you and you can't stream without me. See, JJ, yeah. shut up, Mitch. I'm trying to talk. Hey, JJ, that's my QB, Mitch Trubisky, streaming, uh, screaming in the trunk. But I didn't cut him from my team. I carry backups on my roster. I ain't like you. Because if I had, because because if I had two, then I'll have the bye weeks covered too. Well, gotta go. Gotta draft a backup kicker now. Oh shoot, I forgot. How am I supposed to be a Patreon now? Oh, that's good. That's excellent. And here's the thing about that version of Stan, is that it's it's very much you know very less problematic than the original Stan. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. <laughs> you know, the, the original Stan is 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 top ten most problematic songs ever written. Ever, yeah, ever. It's, yeah. I can't believe that um, Trey Lance just went. So Trey, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna recap. I'm gonna talk about this draft. Jamison Crowder, wow. Emmanuel Sanders, Robert Tunyon, Rondell Moore, Cole Beasley, Russell Gage, Logan Thomas, Leonard Fournette, Brian Edwards, Gus Edwards, Terrace Marshall. I mean, they're, they're just these are my guys. Brian Edwards and Terrace Marshall, Trey Lance, and Aaron Rodgers. So Tom, you did get Aaron Rodgers. So that was good at least, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm psyched about that. I I can't believe that Trey Lance went ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Wow. Yeah, that's that's bold. That's quite bold. I mean, I love wow. Trey Lance more than than a, a lot of things. Uh, I mean, I mean, Kyle Shanahan is on the verge of uh, of releasing, uh, uh, you know, Trey Lance because just 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 to tell the just to have the media stop talking about it. You <laughs> yeah. know, he, 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 uh, Kyle Shanahan gets uh, more mad every day about people asking, "Is Trey Lance, you know, going to be the starter for Week One?" I'm I'm surprised that he's still a 49er at this point. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's really true. And the fantasy community, I mean, <clears throat> like I, I am, I am all in on Trey Lance and Justin Fields as like the late, late round quarterbacks in your, especially in like your home leagues and stuff like that. Like definitely go after those guys. The fantasy community is first off, let's give the fantasy community some props for being so much sharper, especially th yeah. this year. I feel like there's just this shift. Like, like people are just so much smarter with fantasy than they have been in the last decade. Right, they're just they're they're so much better. I hate and it. I I hate it more, <laughs> more. I hate it so much. Like you can't find obvious values, which is why you know. To be fair, Denny, you know we've been very much like structural drafters in the past, like historically, sure. like that's what we've uh, you know done and and analyze and and sort of like you know why people follow us. Um, and I think that there's a huge advantage to that this year, where if you know how ADP has historically worked and you can see trends based on that versus what's happening this year, I think you can, you can end up being in front as opposed to just, you know, pick the right guys. It's going to work out. Yeah. It's, un it's unfortunate that, that people have uh, become as zoomers say they they've gotten hip to structural drafting and, yeah. uh, and, and that, that, that is unfortunate for us, but it, it's also something that we've, we've preached for, for a long time and, and to get away from the um, just pick the right players, you know, model of, of drafting, which thankfully is largely rejected these days. Yes. yes. Uh, so we are on a, we have a tight end run. So I got Logan Thomas. And then right after that, at the start of round 10, I got him in round nine. We have Mike Kosicki and then we had James Connor go to yeah. Tom. So Tom got James Connor and then Irv Smith and Adam Troutman. And then Melvin Gordon just dropped off the board. So right now we're sitting with, uh, I have two picks till mine. Uh, I have a tight end. You know, I looked at the draft board, which you guys should be doing this when you're drafting as well. The teams in front of me, there's only one team that doesn't have a quarterback. 
So there's, there's no reason for me to go to go quarterback with my next pick. Mm -hmm. Um, so I kind of lucked out there that no one ended up going with like a Stafford or a Tom Brady, because I can get one of those guys, uh, more than likely, unless Denny is, is just trying to make my night miserable and drafting two quarterbacks. Uh, Sterling Shepard just went off the board, but I, I can't imagine that happening. So Hunter Henry just went off the board. So I'm sitting here right now when we have like 80 wide receivers off the board and the best mm. one listed, honestly, Jacoby Myers is there, but I'm going to actually go a different direction and play it. What I think might be a little bit safer than that. Mm-hmm. And he's way, way down the list. I actually starred him before this draft started. Mm-hmm. I'm drafting Randall Cobb. Yeah, that's a good pick. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> No, it is. It is. Uh, he's the he's the starting slot guy in, in the Packers offense. Like, that's a, yeah. that's a good spot to be in. Yeah. yeah. So he's my wider. I mean, he's on my bench right now, and I, I feel like he had he's a he's a relatively high floor player that I can feel confident if there's something going on with Devontae Smith or Elijah Moore for mm-hmm. them. You know, starting off slow, I can get a little bit of a floor there with with Randall Cobb and at least get some production from him. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, uh, when I said this on a good football show the other day, when Aaron Rodgers uh, demands that a player come to his team and his offense, you have to pay attention to that. Right. Um, I, I feel I feel similarly about about Gio Bernard. Not quite the same because you know Tom Brady didn't say I'm I'm not coming back to the team unless Gio Bernard comes, but. Uh, you know, but it, it was, you know, pass catching, a pass catching back was, a, was an area of, of need for Tampa. Uh, something that Brady talked about last year, something that Bruce Arians griped about for the entire 2020 season. And so, you know, when they go out and they get a guy who's really good at catching passes out of the backfield, and you, you have to pay attention. We got a running back run here. Uh, so after the, uh, after the Irv Smith and Adam Troutman picks, we had Melvin Gordon, Sterling Shepard, Hunter Henry, and then I took Randall Cobb and then four straight running backs with Tony Pollard, Kenyon Drake, David Johnson, and Jamal Williams. Then he has someone who's picking. Oh, and then Giovanni Bernard just went, who you were just talking about, which could have been on first? your radar. Could have been they, on your radar. Yeah. Yeah. They, he was on my radar. <laughs> God so, dang it. Why don't you talk through who what what you're thinking right now at running back? Uh, your you know, because think, it's your I'm RB thinking, too, right? I'm thinking that I don't even I don't even want to be in this league anymore. <laughs> I missed out on Gio Bernard. God bless America. Um, all right, so I have a bunch of receivers. I'm going to take one more here. I'm going to take Jacoby Myers because yeah. he's like the the last wide receiver one on the board. So there we go. All right. So I just wanted to be known that I've gone 10 rounds now without taking a running back. I'm going to, I'm going to break that, that streak here. Oh, <laughs> and I'm going to break it in, in, a, in a, the grossest way possible. And I'm going to take James white. I was going to oh. say, you're going to, you're going to double dip with the, the new England Patriots, oh, offense. which is just disgusting. Isn't it? <laughs> I mean, but so who am I, I, I can't, <laughs> it's it. I mean, maybe McKissick. God, oh no! You were not no, in a good. You were not in an easy spot there. I, I think I, James. Look, I, I think in your build with what you were doing, James White makes sense. There was a, the one. I mean, he's had like, like fifty plus targets yeah. in each of the last six years. I mean, he's and, gonna get you something. And there's no way that I'm taking Devin Singletary over James White. There's sure. just no way. Sure. I, no I mean, that, Singletary is like, uh, has more empty 
snaps than David Montgomery. And that's saying something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's look back at the draft results. We had uh, Giovanni Bernard, Jacoby Myers, and James White. I guess I, I'm caught up with, uh, with naming the list. Tom, what are, you, what are you working on right now, bud? Well, first, I just want to say you're doing an amazing job during mm-hmm. this draft, JJ. Thank you. Yes. And you didn't need a Pete over Zet or, Thank you know, you. Some, some sub in guest host. You're doing great. Thank you, Tom. Uh, I'm working on a show for Amazon coming up. It shoots in Wilmington, North Carolina. Can I give you more details of where I'm going to be? Is that too weird? You can do whatever you, you can tell me. Tell me the exact location and we'll all be there. Here's the address. Tell you what, let me just um, give you all my phone number. Um, I think, yeah, it's Amazon. It's called The Summer I Turned Pretty. It's not about me. That would be The Summer I Turned Older. Um, uh, It's based on a young adult novel series written by Jenny Han, and it's great. It's a great cast, great script. I get to play a really interesting um, one of the dads, but he's, you know, kind of a really flawed character, and it's going to be wonderful. So, excited to get going on that and then uh coming up we're gonna raise money for um the noticeability charity the the wonders the that thing you do wonders are going to go to erie pennsylvania and we're going to be the erie seawolves are going to be the erie wonders for the day when they play um whoever the competition is that day in double a minor league ball and we're going to throw out the first pitch and and it's going to be a lot of fun that's amazing that's so fun yeah, that's so September 4th, uh, Labor Day weekend. I love that Erie has like embraced that movie and you guys the way that that it's yeah. they seem to have done so. It's kind of awesome. Um, when you say you're going to throw out, are you going to throw out the first pitch? I think <laughs> all four of us are going to throw out four <laughs> simultaneous. They're all going to hold the ball at the same time and try uh, to throw in unison the one and, single And the opposing batter has to try to hit it. It's the official first pitch <laughs> yeah, of the first inning. They're actually playing the game, right? <laughs> I yeah no uh, so so ha- ha- have you ever done this before? Today, my son and I went to a park and and we like stepped off sixty feet and uh, I'm incredibly uh, sore in my right shoulder and not very accurate from that distance. So I got to work on it. Uh, well, I mean, all you have to do is avoid the Mariah Carey first pitch. I don't know if you've seen that, <laughs> but it's you know that that that's really all. Or or the uh, who was the Wizards player uh, who who oh, who threw man. the first pitch. Didn't. Like was it was it Gilbert was it Gilbert Arenas? No, no it was no. later than that, right? You know who really threw a bad one was Fifty Cent. You yeah, Fifty Cent was terrible. Oh my gosh, yeah, the worst of all time. Uh, you know, another thing I take no pleasure in reporting: the best first pitch, the best opening pitch of all time was by President George W. Bush. It was. <laughs> it, it, it was. It was. You know, it was dead on. He had warmed up for like an hour beforehand. He wanted to take off the flak jacket and the secret service said, no, you can't do that. He said, but I got it. I got it. I got to throw this pitch down the middle for the country. And, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and they didn't let him. And, and he went out and he threw a perfect pitch. I'll never, well, you know, it's the greatest pitch of all time. No one can top that. Tom, how, <laughs> how often have you gone to Erie? I mean, where did you guys film that? Did you film it in Erie? No, that whole movie was filmed in L.A. So that's California. what I figured. Yeah, yeah, that's what I figured. But have you how, how often have you gone to Erie itself at all? Have that's you been, ever? This will be my first trip to that's Erie. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, you know, my my best friend got married in Erie and I was the best man and an Erie wedding. Is that true? Yeah. So I've been to I've been to Erie. I mean, I grew up like, you know, two hours, less than two hours. Oh, my God. I didn't know. That. That's so cool. Yeah, it's close to Pittsburgh. 
Um, it is close to Pittsburgh. You're right. Um, in fact, yeah, that was one of the wonders. Like first gigs was this like big show in Pittsburgh. Um, right, right. I think, uh, yeah, I think it'll be a great time. I'm really looking forward to it. I think uh, Steve, John, and Ethan and I, the other guys in the band, we're going to drive up from Kentucky from Steve Zahn's house. It's just yeah. going to be a ridiculous time. We're we're talking about maybe driving onto the diamond in a camper. I'm not promising <laughs> anything, but we're thinking That's about cool. it. I always love I always love when you bring up Steve's on because I've I've told you like one of my favorite ever move like my 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 movie that I always went to growing up was Saving Silverman. Oh man, <laughs> classic! Like, just a classic. Just so many good lines in that movie that my my buddies and I would always recite, and it, it's just it's timeless. It's such a good movie. Oh, I agree. I mean, I remember when he was working on that, uh, and you know, he was telling me like that he was becoming good friends with Jack Black and going to Tenacious D concerts, and I was yeah. just green with jealousy mm -hmm. as i always am of steve zahn who's the coolest man in the yeah world. That, that movie had a great cast just in general it was just a really strong just solid movie all around um all right so we had i'm gonna recap round 11 because we just finished it i believe we had james white going to denny then alexander madison marquez calloway paris campbell sammy Watkins, jalen rager who's apparently been terrible so far in camp yeah, uh, that, that, that's not a projection by me i'm just saying like factually that's how they're reporting it i have no idea how mm -hmm. it's gonna pan out uh i ended up getting tom brady as my quarterback um see and i i did it i did it because of the, those first two weeks as like a tie i think him and matthew stafford are sort of in that same tier but you get Dallas and Atlanta to start the season. And I'll take that all day. Uh, John Brown went after Tom Brady, then Brashad Perriman, Devin Singletary, Amon Ross St. Brown, Devontae Booker, Gabe Davis. Did you get Gabe Davis, Tom? Yeah, you did. That was yep. epic. Uh, Van Jefferson, Tyrell Williams, and then J.D. McKissick to Tom, uh, my, my father. And then uh, Trevor Lawrence goes uh, to impress Suave. And then Nico Collins just falls off the board. Next, here, here, here's what I'm going to do with my next pick. Um, I'm four, four slots away. I'm just going to go team old wide receiver, and I'm going to draft A.J. Green next. That's that's my goal. So Randall Cobb, A.J. Green, who, yeah. who else do you want on that team? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just well, have you, to draft Larry Fitzgerald and just see if he comes back. Yeah, uh, 2011, uh, you know, fantasy league, you're, you're dominating. Right now. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Hakeem I mean, Nix available? Hakeem Nix? <laughs> My team, my team is a little bit, I, I, I mean, I have like kind of a boring team and I have an, an old, I definitely have one of the older teams. I'm sure. Cause Tom Brady's bringing that average up a bit uh, with, <laughs> yeah. with, with him and Randall Cobb. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. But I got some young guys in Devontae oh, Smith and Elijah Moore. Randall Cobb's like 31 somehow. He's still not that. He's still not that old. Yeah. He's <laughs> never eaten a meat mountain. Do you think he's younger now? Do no. you think he could eat a meat mountain? Do you think that happens to a guy yeah, 31? It wasn't that hard. Did you think that he was older or younger than that, Denny? I thought, well, he's th he'll be 31 August 22nd. Okay. Um, I thought he was older. Oh, okay. Okay. You see, yeah, it seems saying. like he's been around longer. But he came into the league at, at like 21 years old. Here, so. Here's the thing with like Cobb being older. Like he, he's a slot guy. I don't, I don't need, like it, 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 he can last for a while. I mean, yeah. slot guys can play for a while. That's why a lot of guys play the perimeter and then they go to the slot towards the end of their career. It's because it's just an easier position to play. And so I, I'm not as concerned about him not being able to produce something. Is he going to give you a wide receiver two plus season? Probably not. I mean, that's not, but in this kind of league, in this kind of format, you need some production. You just need that. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, by the way, uh, you know, I'm, I'm coming up in about six picks here and uh, JJ is coming up in one pick, but uh, I'm looking at, at running backs and I am staring into the abyss guys. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, if certain guys come off the board right now, I, I might just have to roll with two running backs for, <laughs> for this season. I am going to go with AJ green with this pick. Do you think they should let older wide receivers who move to the slot and when they're done there, move to kicker? Don't you think yeah. that would be nice? <laughs> I, it's something that's, I would like. That's how they, I, should, that's how they should determine kickers for teams. Yeah, it's something I should, uh, the, the, the mainstream media should pick up on, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, you are you are mainstream media now. I I, I haven't really put all that. No, together. I, I I work I work for a, a small a small outfit. Um, I was Com- wondering, you know, Denny, you could, if you could hook me up with one of those coffee mugs that has the the peacock. Yeah, the peacock. Um, I, I I can't do that, but I can show you mine. I'm, it's I'm, I'll take it. All right. Uh, I'll I, I'll, uh, I'll look at your I'll look at your peacock mug. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes and, and i'm sorry we want to apologize to the, the thousands of children listening but uh yeah I, I i do have one of those I, they sent me a whole bag of stuff let me let me show you real quick uh, this is exciting i'm gonna get, i'm gonna i'm gonna make this i'm gonna make the the zoom picture See? bigger so i can get a good screenshot yeah, you check it out um so they yeah they gave me um a, a hat Ooh. uh look look a uh, little a little hat here um, I'm not going to put it on. Sorry, my, I'm having good, too good of a hair day. Um, I, I I got a uh, oh a little uh, water bottle, NBC water bottle thing. Wow, that's um, nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're almost up yeah. by the way, Denny. Right, right. No, no. But, but these are the perks. These are the perks that you get. You should have got one of those um, Sunday night football uh, button-down jerseys with the sleeves rolled up that Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth wear. Yeah. You, you mean the cool ones? Yeah. Yeah. I should have. They probably Denny, don't give those out. Denny is on the clock right now. And um, uh, Damian Williams and Rashad Penny went before his pick. <laughs> and, and mind you, everyone, James White is Denny's RB too. So this is, this is I don't pick. Can we not talk about it? Uh, <laughs> can we, can we just talk about literally anything else right now? Oh man. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm in a tough spot, you know, um, so, you know, Salvin Ahmed is looking okay. <laughs> oh boy. I'm going to go with Tevin Coleman. That's not terrible. When you take a guy who's guaranteed to miss seven games every year, you got you you got to take him. Yeah, I mean, look, he's going to get some some looks in that backfield. I'm definitely higher on Michael Carter, as I think people should be, because yeah, pass catching roles there. But so so he, so let, so here's the thing. Uh, I I desperately want to take rookie Ramadre Stevenson as my third Patriot <laughs> and my second. New England running back who has a completely different role than, than, than James White, of course, but, uh, well, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'll explain in a second. I'm going to, I'm just taking, I I believe, I believe in you, Romadre. (laughs) He's a, he's a big, big dude, biggest back in the class that was relevant. And And he's, he's well behind the eight ball now. He is apparently, but I will say the interesting part of his profile. So he had like off the field stuff and he was suspended for a little bit. And he, I think he was a Juco and then he transferred his final two years, but he's a big bodied back. But when he was active last year, he had an insane reception share in that offense. Yeah. And so like it, there's some, some interesting potential skill there. Um, just depending on how they want to use them. You just, 
with New England, you just never know how they're going to utilize their their running backs from a pass catching standpoint. You know, outside right. Of- right. And, and um, I mean, Stevenson seemed like the uh, you know heir apparent to Damian Harris if Harris it, you struggles or 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 gets injured this year, but um, Ivan fears who's been the running backs coach for new England for like 130 years yeah. said something brutal about Ramondre Stevenson today. Someone said, what does he have to improve on? And fears just deadpan said everything. Yeah. Ooh. Rough. You know, which, uh, which is, which is quite the departure from two months ago. And Ivan fears said that uh, Stevenson reminds him a lot of LeGarrette Blunt. Yeah, right. And we all remember Garrett Blunt had a had a nice little run as the as the early down back in in the New England offense. He did. Uh, so Matthew Stafford still on the board. Xavier Jones just went, and I was thinking about getting him with my next pick. Uh, so he's off the board. Uh, I I might go running back here because I still only have the three. I still only have Zeke, Najee Harris, and Chris Carson, which I understand is a very good trio. But I think I might here go with Malcolm Brown and hope that Malcolm Brown is the goal line guy slash can carve out a role in that Miami backfield. I think it's possible. It seems he, like well, it seems he, like teams it seems like teams like Malcolm Brown more than the fantasy community does. Yes. No, the Dolphins really like Malcolm Brown as like a third down back. Is, is like a, a you know a, a blocker and I and I'm I'm not I know that makes makes it sound like I'm making fun of the pick but he's going to be on the field a lot yeah. uh, and uh, he's going to be way more of a problem I think for Miles Gaskin than people think at at the moment you know the Rams really liked him uh, the I guess the Dolphins liked him a little bit more yeah uh, we just had Alex in the chat say Denny I love your team great receivers solid quarterback and tight end but I'm a little worried about your running backs. <laughs> Uh, 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 Jeff Widener says that my team is violently on brand. (laughs) I mean, I have Christian McCaffrey. Let's, let's not forget that folks. Uh, Tom, do you have anyone on your radar right now? Because right now guys, I mean, the quarterbacks, Matthew Stafford's still on the board. I'm kind of not, not really regarding the Tom Brady pick because it was late enough, but I mean, Stafford's still there. You have a lot of good quarterbacks wide receivers though. Darius Slayton is the top ranked one. Christian Kirk, Denzel Mims, Josh Reynolds, Tim Patrick, not looking great there. A wide receiver running back. We have Tariq Cohen, Marlon Mack, Daryl Williams, Sony, Michelle, Benny Snell, Mark Ingram. So not great there. And then tight ends. We have some interesting tight ends. still. Mm-hmm. we have Austin mm-hmm. Cooper, Anthony Ferkser, Cole Komet, Gerald Everett, Jared Cook, Hayden Hurst, Zach Ertz, uh, Donald Parham, Eric Ebron. Yeah. So, there's some I, I could see a lot of tight ends being drafted over the next couple of rounds to to close out this draft, but we still it's an 18 round draft, and right now we're in what round uh four, round 13, and those are the players that are left. So uh, good and good good game to us. And we're we're entering hour six of this podcast. Um, yeah. So we should we, we could always just stop uh, whenever we want to because no one wants to, <laughs> no one's listening at this point. We usually have oh a co- that's a not code true. Word. We usually have a code word at the end of these. We're gonna we're gonna give the code word at the end, folks. Um, uh, by the way, Gerald Everett uh, looks to me as like the most likely late round tight end to emerge as a as an every week option. He's definitely um, one. Yeah, I don't mind Everett. I mean, Irv Smith, if he 
you know, but, but, consider him like late. I know, yeah, Gerald Everett's different. Like he's late, late. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm back on the Irv train as I was on last mm-hmm. year. Um, yeah. Uh, and by the way, I think Mike Zimmer, when he said that uh, nothing has changed with with Irv Smith's role, I think what he meant was that uh, you know Irv Smith is not going to be is not going to block i think i think that's what he meant i yeah. think you know Smith's out there to run routes and catch passes and and that's a good thing for us right i i you know and and conklin is is more of more of a blocking guy although you know conklin played i think you mentioned it, jj a lot of snaps last year when kyle rudolph was out and yeah. got got a decent amount of targets probably a higher percentage of targets per route than than smith yeah um, I'm going to recap a little bit here. Uh, I got AJ, AJ Green in the middle of the 12th. Rashad Penny went after that. Then T.Y. Hilton, Damian Williams, Evan Ingram, uh, MVS, uh, Tevin Coleman, Ramondre Stevenson, Rob Gronkowski, Rashard Higgins, mm-hmm. Jonu Smith, Xavier Jones, Joe Burrow, Malcolm Brown, Hunter Renfro, Quadri Olison, Hilda Pitt, uh, Blake Jarwin, Darrington Evans, Kenneth Gainwell, Jarek McKinnon, Javion Hawkins, Matt Ryan, and then Tom just took Anthony Ferkser. So we're in the, I mean, and then Darius Slayton just went. We're in, we're in a bad spot right now, boys. We're yeah, in a bad it's, spot. It, it's ugly. Well, one more thing about Gerald Hefford, okay? Uh, the new the new Seattle offensive coordinator, uh, Holdren or Shane, Shane Waldron? Waldron? Yeah. Shane Waldron, uh, uh, you know, is came from L.A., came from the Rams with – right. Everett and and right. he's very familiar with Everett's game, his strengths, I guess his weaknesses, and has talked up his you know ability, his his uh, run after the catch ability. Uh, I you know I, the the beat writers in Seattle seem fixated on that that dude that tight end who had a little run a couple years ago. Um, well, I can't remember Disley. Yeah, they apparently Disley must be incredibly nice to the reporters in Seattle because they they talk about him like he's Tony Gonzalez. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think that Disley is like a major factor for, for Everett. And I think Everett is clearly going to be the number one, you know, pass catching tight end in that offense and probably the number three pass, you know, overall target for Russell Wilson. Yeah. Uh, so we, I'm up in three picks. We just had uh, Justin Fields and Denzel Mims and Chuba Hubbard go after Darius Slayton. Uh, I think, I think Justin Fields is a great, QB two in a, in a format like this. Um, he's a QB one for that team. I mean, I like him as a, as a late round pick. Don't get me wrong. So it's fine. I, I'm up on the clock right now. I'm going to go, you know, we're drafting early, right? Um, I don't yeah. mind drafting handcuffs in a, in a scenario like this. Uh, you know, I, I don't draft because the, the rosters are deep. We're drafting early. Anything can happen. Sort of like SFB. I don't mind drafting handcuffs as much in F- SFB either. But this guy might get some run naturally too. I'm just going to go with Daryl Williams, um, who is in obviously one of the best offenses in the league, retooled offensive line. Maybe CEH doesn't have what we think he has. Uh, and Daryl Williams gets more run than we expect. Uh, or CEH gets injured over the next month, knock on wood. Uh, so, you know, I, I went with Williams. We'll see what happens. I don't mind that. I mean, I like it. It's, it, you know, it's incredibly uh bleak bleak right now as far as well every position but running back is like i said you know you're, you're looking straight into the abyss i mean i'm looking at like geez who am i looking at i was looking at anthony mcfarland like eh, yeah it could could do worse 
Gerald uh, Everett uh, ended up going right after that pick. JJ, tell me, tell me who's going to get the majority of running back snaps for the Steelers uh, against the Cowboys this this week or tomorrow. Oh, I have no idea. Come on, man. Are you going to play I, some I uh, preseason DFS? I, I haven't studied it at all. As I a, need it. I need it. <laughs> yes, Tom. Know, yes, I'm Mason playing. As a preseason DFS thought leader. I am. I am. I, as, as a thought leader, I need your thoughts, JJ. I'll, I'll look in, I'm going to I'm going to look into it tomorrow, but I haven't yet. Are you going to get in there in those streets, uh, JJ? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, you guys, one time when we did this uh, podcast, we we realized nobody's listening to this at this point. Right, so we right. we hit a little Easter egg, little Amandola password code word. That's right. You right. do that again. What, what? I don't even remember what you got for remembering that or knowing that. We need to have one this year. What did that get the listener who knew what it was? I can't remember. Uh, like a virtual high five, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really. So, I mean, it's cool. We we are a giving <laughs> podcast. That's for sure. Yeah. That is for sure. We'll have um, to do that. Yeah, we got to figure out what the word would be. Maybe maybe whoever Mister Irrelevant is. I also think what we should do is end this after round fifteen, uh, because no one cares about round seventeen yeah. to, to eighteen. Uh, it's kind of to 18. So kind we'll of do. Br- We'll do one more round of this. Uh, Denny just took. Uh, I didn't take anyway. Oh, sorry. Stafford went right before you. You're on the clock right now. I am. Um, and I know who you're going to pick. Who am I going to pick? Do you know? I don't even know. You're, Call it. You're going to take. You're going to take a running back. Wow. You're so predictable. You're, you're, Denny. you're just going to, you're just going to end up. You're just going to end up going with Savan Ahmed. This is gross. You guys are gross. You're just, you're just gonna <laughs> um, get Savon Ahmed, even though man, no, up. I'm gonna. It's gonna be worse. I'm going to Mar- Marlon Mack. Marlon God. Mack. Denny just took a backup running back from a team that just lost their starting quarterback um, and their right. their their all pro guard. I don't feel good about it. All right. I'm just messing. With you. <laughs> I'm just messing. No, with you. no, I'm fine. I'm not even mad about it. Um, what forty-year-old <laughs> wide receiver are you gonna take, JJ? Oh, <laughs> got you back, Denny. Not thank you. God, just brutalized. Yeah, I have here. AJ Green and Randall Cobb on my team. You can talk oh, junk on my team man. all day long, guys. What am I gonna do here? Um, all right, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna completely go off the rails, and I'm gonna take Zach Ertz. <laughs> there we go. Come on, come on, man. This, this is way too late for Zach Ertz. That's what they say. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to get, you know, 100 targets again. The wide receivers left are just beyond, beyond disgusting. I mean, yeah. some, someone's going to draft J.J. Ortega-Whiteside by the end of this. Oh, <laughs> oh. There's nobody you can prop up here, you can, you can hype up here? Christian Kirk is still on the board. Is he? He's like not even showing up to camp. Is he not? I mean, wasn't he like uh, they didn't know where he was? Oh, you know who's who's a sneaky? Yeah, you're right. You're right, Tom. Yeah, a sneaky, sneaky pick is my guy Keelan Cole. He's still on the board, oh, folks. Get out of here. Wait a second. They love him. They my love guy, him in New York. My guy Elijah Moore. We can't. I can't have that. Amari Rogers just got picked. Who is you know behind my guy Randall Cobb? So I. I oh can't. yeah, Amar, Amari Rogers is not going to see a snap this year. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Uh, then we had Adam Humphreys. I'll, I'll recap really quick because you guys care so much. Uh, we had Gerald Everett, then Nikhil Harry, who got boosted today in this draft solely because of the 
the the report saying he was the best wide receiver in their camp, which to me screams them helping them trying to trade him. Right. Like yeah. that, that's what that was. Right. Yeah. Like that has to be it. Uh, yeah. Nikhil Harry, then Tua Tonga Vailoa, Deshaun Jackson, Matthew Stafford, Marlon Mack, Zach Ertz, Kadarius, Tony, Amari Rogers, Adam Humphreys, Washington defense. That that's where we're at right now, folks. Uh, the Cole, Cole Sorry, oh, I'm on the clock. You know what I'm going to get? I'm going to get the tight end one who I actually oh think this might be the late, late round pick this year. Okay. The, okay. the latest round tight end pick. Can that, I guess? Yeah. All right. Latest round tight end pick. Oh, wait. You're going to have a guess. With, you're going to go with uh, OJ Howard. No. I think it's Jacob Hollister. It's not. Oh, this guy's getting run with the first team. And he's, he, people think that he's behind a like geriatric tight end who, to be fair, oh, we love Parham. Yep. I'm going with Donald Parham, Parham behind Cook. Yeah. yeah that's there a good, know. that's a good pick. God, I hate you. <laughs> I should have taken, I should have taken OJ Howard. Ah. Denny, Denny, you should not be tilting not getting OJ Howard. It's going to be fine. No, it's not. It's that was it. That was the you know, <laughs> that was the whole draft for me is missing Howard. Oh <laughs> my god. Fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Week one, that first like red zone thing, the yes. first long touchdown. OJ Howard's going to score. Right. Going to tilt you off the face of the planet. But, but listen, he was he he was a uh, leading all Tampa tight ends in targets when he went down last year. No, like I don't mind OJ Howard as like a whatever. He's actually on my on that dynasty team too, Tom. That I uh, in our in our dynasty league. Um, I just got to, I was going to take uh, Alameda Zacchaeus with my next pick, and he just got drafted. So what? What's oh? There goes Deami Brown too. He was kind of on my list there. There you go. Um, wait, wait, I, I marvel at the the guys in this league and their names. Zero RBs, like how perfect is that? Yeah, zero, oh, zero RBs. RB, yeah, RB, good. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. people, yeah, people really love love to play on that. I mean, I, I I give them credit. I give them credit. They're way more creative. See, that's the thing. That's the dirty little secret about living the stream is that these people, the folks who listen, are way more creative and and funnier than than me and JJ. Yes. Uh, and, you know, thankfully they don't have the microphone. Correct. Correct. We would, we would lose our, our job instantly if, if these other people got uh, an opportunity yeah. to, to speak on this show. We, we, we can't, we can't bring, yeah. we can't bring them on the show. No, they're, they're far more motivated. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, and I, I don't, uh, I don't love saying that, but it, it's so I'm gonna, undeniable. I'm going to recap really quick because we have three more picks and I'm going to, I'm going to cut this, uh, this podcast and end it. Uh, we have Kadarius, Tony, Amari Rogers, Adam Humphreys, Washington defense, Cole Komet, Donald Parham, Christian Kirk, Alameda Zacchaeus, Diami Brown, uh, Tampa Bay defense, Samaj P Ryan and Justin Jackson goes to Tom Everett Scott. All right, boys. Uh, Denny, why don't you first let everyone know where they can find you? Yeah. Uh, yes, they can find uh, only my good tweets at CD Carter 13 on Twitter. And then, uh, all my stuff is on NBC sports edge.com. Uh, Tom, where can everyone find you on Twitter at Tom E Scott and on Instagram, Tom Everett Scott crushed it. And definitely, uh, excited about, uh, your new Amazon stuff that you're working on. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be mm-hmm. sweet. Thank you, sir. Um, uh, and I'm on Twitter at late round QB. You can listen to my other podcasts, the late round podcast, anywhere podcasts can be found. 
Uh, I don't know if I'm ready for a milkshake right now because it's kind of disgusting, uh, but we'll, we'll figure something out. Guys, I appreciate you uh, hopping on and doing the show. Everyone, thanks for listening. We will catch you next time. Thank you for listening to Live in the Stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long, it's fast. For more fantasy football info, 